everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm your host, James. And we are at minute 33, which begins with some adding machine sounds. Yes. And goes on through Kid Blink saying, can you believe that? Yeah. I'm really excited to talk about some some stuff with the Newsies, but first let's talk a little bit more about... What is basically the inciting incident? This is this is we're basically at the at the inciting incident yeah. for this movie because this is the plan that the newsies are gonna be all newsies about in just mm-hmm. a sec. Yep. My first thing is that I've never understood what happens in this minute with Pulitzer because I thought what we were there to do by tonight mm-hmm. is figure out how we're going to beat Hearst. Right. So then we come up with this distribution apparatus, screw the newsies thing, mm-hmm. and then. I think it's sites that says why isn't all why aren't all the newsies going to go over to Hearst if we do this? Yeah, and then Pulitzer says something that has baffled me for twenty seven years mm-hmm. or or so. He basically proposes that we get everyone to do this. Yeah, how does that solve this problem that we are meeting about? Right, I concur. Okay, good. I had not ever really put it together. Yeah. But in this moment, I am, my gas is flabbered. I mean, is it like, like, let's see who can charge them. Is it going to be like a bidding war for like, who rakes the price up the least? And then they get all the, like. No, because that's to, like, they all have to raise it the same or else it's still him competing with Hearst. Right. Because when Jonathan first says we raise the price of the paper, Pulitzer says, oh, right, sure. And then Hearst doesn't. And he makes more, and he sells more papers. Right. And that's when Jonathan refers to the distribution apparatus. Right. And that's when Seitz is like, dude, you guys are crazy. Yeah. This is a bad plan. And Pulitzer's <laughs> like, but wait. Yeah. What if Hearst also does this plan? Right. So he's basically going to unionize the bosses to screw over the Nazis. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense why he wants Hearst. Like, I understand that he wants Hearst in on this plan because it's the only way that his plan is going to quote-unquote work and quote-unquote keep his employees employed by him? Is it just Hearst? It's not, right? It's Hearst and all the other papers in the in, in I think New what, York, right? If I recall, what he said is, if Hearst and I both do this, the other papers will follow suit. Right. This makes, this is wild. It really makes no sense. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Because, yeah, then you're right back <laughs> in the position it, of both of you doing the, like, both of you being on the same playing field. Right. Don't just don't do it. And then it's the same. This is a bad idea. Chief. I feel like Sites should have <laughs> caught onto this and pointed it out. In a deleted scene, Sites gets out a chalkboard and is like, look, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad plan. And Jonathan says, Yes, but if if we if we don't do this plan, then we don't have a movie. And then Pulitzer calls Hearst and is like, hey, we're jacking up the prices. <laughs> and to the like, newsies, specifically. Right. You know those newsies that are dancing in the streets all the time? Yeah, those newsies. We're going to screw them. Yeah, Pulitzer says we're jacking up the price. And Hearst goes, but wouldn't that? And he <laughs> says, to the newsies. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey, Hearst, do your newsies dance in the street all the time? Hearst is like, yeah, but not as often as yours. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah, so that's basically what happens in the first part of the minute. And then yes. we move down to see the Newsies reaction to this. Okay. So I have a question. Uh-huh. Do you think um, Oscar Delancey mocking Kid Blink for this entire rest of this minute was 
ad lib and they used it or that was written into the script? Neither. Okay. I don't think it was written into the script. I do kind of wonder if maybe he got some direction. Okay. Because it's, I would have thought that it was written into the script until I saw uh, Blood Drips Heavily on Newsy Square. Right. And like the office bloopers and stuff. Uh-huh. It feels like a blooper that they left in. Yeah. Um, but it's great. He may have. See, I also have a hard time because in my head, Oscar Delancey is not very bright. I forget that he's played by an actor who probably is <laughs> right. somewhat smarter than Oscar Delancey. Right. So maybe uh, the actor who played Oscar Delancey is better at his job <laughs> than I'm giving him credit for. Right. I I don't know that I've ever watched Kid Blank in this in this particular part of the movie. Because I'm, I'm so focused on Oscar and what he is doing behind this guy's back. Interesting. Yeah. I have a question for you. Do you feel like we get cheated by not being shown the moment when the Newsies find out about this? Because... Like, we get the aftermath. We get them reacting to it once they've been told. Right. But do you feel like the movie would have done well to have shown... Well, I mean... What we so what we what it cuts to from the Pulitzer office is they're putting up the new headlines, and I would have done research on either of the headlines, but the first one was the trolley fire, sure, and the other one was Venezuela invades or whatever, and I'm okay. pretty sure that that is part of a war that I talked about when I talked about um, we need a, a good assassination, earth- we yeah. need a something or a war, earthquake, earthquake or a yeah. war. I think I talked about the Venezuela war stuff when I. Uh, did that. I think you did. So what we get is all of the newsies telling Jack that they hiked up the price. Yeah. So from one perspective, this is a Jack point of view. He learns it as we're learning it. Sure. Or as we're seeing the effects of, we see Jack learning it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, like, so I don't know. I think it would have been interesting for, like, a parallel structure thing. Sure. To have it be like, oh, but now something's different. Yeah. You owe more money. Ha, ha, ha. Which is how I imagine Weasel would have read his line. Yeah. Um, But I think it's interesting to go right into Kid Blink freaking out. Yeah. I don't know that showing us would have necessarily lent, like, it, it wouldn't have given us anything. Right. But it does feel kind of... I don't know. It feels kind of weird that they just go straight into Kid Blink of all people. Not even a newsy, not even racetrack. Right. Not even a newsy that we really know all that well at this point. Like we've right. seen Kid Blink around, but right. honestly, the only reason we notice him is because he's the one with the eye patch. That's probably true. If he true. didn't have an eye patch, he would just be another newsy. Do you think that is in any? Do you think it's at all possible that that is a reference to Kid Blink being the actual historical leader of the newsy? strike that they got kid blink to do to be freaking out here as like an homage to kid blink i think that might be giving the movie a bit too much credit that's my job <laughs> um so do you think that it was just kids will remember eye patch i i think that uh, well, we need someone to freak out we and- need someone to freak out we haven't given this at this character very many lines right. you know it's like deciding you know which lost boy is gonna say a generic, you know, a, a line in a production of Peter Pan. Sure. You know, they're all kind of interchangeable. Right. So, yeah, I think that's, I think it's, I think you're right. I don't think that anything is, would be gained by showing us, showing them discovering it. Right. I think there's also sort of a, 
I mean, I think part, I think like, um, like behind the scenes, like story structure, it's sort of like a, and then I told him what the audience just already saw. Yeah. So being like, oh, hey, the the thing is 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 jacked up, is like the, we've already we've just seen Pulitzer decide to do that. Yeah. And so, but I think it, I think cutting to the emotion of oh my god, yeah, th- this this is whatever. Um. Frankly, I think it's you need to have you need to start off at that emotion because if you ramp up from uh just another work day, hey, wait, what? You're not going to get to uh the world will know fast enough. That's true. You have to start off as everyone is sort of already pissed. Yeah. And Jack, I think it, I think it works well dramatically for Jack to be like, "Whoa, calm down everyone." Yeah. Um because this uh so right, the next minute is where Everyone waits on Jack, but like, yes, I think it's a cool emotional, like you get like, it's like a, a fire, like a, a blaze, a fire blaze, blazing fire. Big conflagration. A big conflagration that then you sort of um, tamp down in the next minute. Yeah. But it's still simmering there and like the tension is there and yeah. it's going to be, of course, released through dance next week. Right. Um. So I think that's, I think that's probably why they did that. But yeah, I um, mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. I just... Was trying to think of something to talk about yeah, in this minute I mean, because I only have one note for this minute, and that note is they say it definitely adds up, right? But they don't say what it adds up to, right? And I had already forgotten what the math was, so I couldn't do the math myself. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, those calculation sounds are so distracting that uh, yeah. I didn't pay attention to any of the numbers he was saying. Yeah. The only other note that I have is actually back in the uh, Pulitzer office. I said um, Pulitzer's. Entire ultimate reasoning is basically it'll build character. Uh huh. Is like they'll like it. They'll it'll drive them to sell more papers, and they'll thank me later. They're, Pulitzer's basically being Calvin's dad in this point, where it's like, yeah, I know it sucks, but you'll thank me later. Yep. Which is never correct. <laughs> and Sites is slipping the newsies twenty bucks for popcorn. Exactly. Under the, <laughs> behind Pulitzer's back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. God, I, you know what I want is like a bro comedy with Sites and Denton hanging out. Yeah. I would watch that. Sure. I would watch that. I don't know what it would look like, but I would watch it. I mean, you'd have to have Sites as like editor in chief. I want Sites and Denton to just like... Live together. Be dads. Sure. My two dads starring Sites and Denton. Uh-huh. Yep. If you want to tell us what you think that movie would look like, you can tweet us at Newsies Minute. Yes, uh, we are also individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm trying my, my hardest to think of a fun pun for Denton and Sight's buddy comedy, but I, I can't I can't think of it. So, you know, sometimes it comes to you, sometimes it doesn't. Would money incentivize you? It might. That's if you guys want to find out. Idea, Chief. <laughs> if you want to <laughs> find out if money will incentivize James to come up with a pun, you can support us on Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Aaron and James. Something about, like, set my sights on something? I'm not sure. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, but see, where's the Denton? I don't know. Denton and Sights, attorneys at law, but also friends who live together and raise a kid. I'd still watch it. Yeah, even, me too. Even with that title. <laughs> Denton and damn Sights, and then it abbreviates to dads. Okay. Weirdly, I like that one less. Yeah, it sucks. Because one of them needs to be a robot if you're going to have an abbreviation for a title. Hey, you know what we should do instead of this? What? Soak them for crutchy.
The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.